And the black lady goes, that's some white people shit. And I was like, lady, you got a fat pussy in front of her whole family. Yeah. To a black... Now, wow. there's a difference... Um, <laughs> Justin, your last name? Essenmacher. Essenmacher. It was that simple. Thank you. I thought it was more confusing. A lot of people do. I get because Jason Rouse. Yeah. Uh, they want to say Ruse. Yeah. Rose. I always thought it was Jason Rouse. Yeah. It flows. You clearly uh, went to school. Yeah, I did. In Detroit? No. So, yeah. I went to school in Michigan, mm -hmm. and I went to uh, Richmond High School, which is just a farm like high school, just uh -huh. small town. I came from like the what small three thousand people, small town. Yeah, kind yeah. Of, well, the school. I mean, it's not that big. My class was like one eighty. I come from like so. I come from the Detroit comedy scene, and then bragger. Bra I'm not bragging. It's like uh, who's come out of Detroit? The White Stripes. <laughs> yeah, comedically. A uh, comedically, uh, shit. And I just want to hear because I know you've got some. I don't. I don't. I don't know. I know there's some legendary comedians from Detroit, like Howie Bell. He's kind of legendary, right? First of all, let me rephrase that. Yeah. What black Detroit <laughs> comedians are legends? Because there's no white guys that I are guess. famous. That makes sense. Eminem. You know, maybe but, I spoke up. I get, maybe it's too deep into the comedy scene where it's yeah. like, it's, they're legends in Detroit. For sure. And I know of them. Mm -hmm. Like, Josh Adams is one. He's probably like the funniest comedian in Michigan. Yeah. Um, Boogie. Uh, Kool-Aid passed away, but... Um, Kool-Aid? You know Kool-Aid? Is he white? No, he's black. There's okay. a white guy in, named Snow Cone. Oh, I know Snow Cone. Snow Cone with the yeah. harmonica? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. I knew Snow Cone when he had hair. <laughs> That's a long time ago. Totally a long time ago, because the last Sunday of every month in Toronto is the Nubian Disciples of Prior, the all-black comedy show. Okay. Longest-running comedy yeah. show in the country. Probably most popular comedy show in the country. And um, they ran out of black comics in Canada very quickly. So they had this Shocking. super successful comedy <laughs> event where I never seen lineups, you know, like the store was yeah. a few years ago. Yeah. This, this looked like a New Yorker, L.A. comedy event. Mm -hmm. And uh, Kenny Robinson, the uh, creator of the show, uh, would bring guys in from Detroit and okay. New York. Yeah. Very few came in from L.A. I don't know what it was, but the... The, uh, you know, you had like Patrice, you yeah. know, Big J Okerson, mm -hmm. Snow Cone, mm -hmm. uh, uh, fucking Kevin Hart was like the first person I've ever seen do an hour and a half on one breath. Like wow. I've never seen, you know, cause the Canadian standard was like 
two hour show, but it, over the last 10 years, it started to end up being a 90 minute show. Yeah. But it was like 15, 30, 50 for the entire show. Mm-hmm. And I've totally lost my train of thought. We, I got a new sponsor. <laughs> um, <laughs> Absolute Extracts. Absolute Extracts. You want to try this? I would love to try this. I think I got the fucking Indica one. And I'm washed out now. I feel like I'm drooling into the microphone while yeah. I'm smelling it. I'm a big sativa. I'm all sativa. I'll do a couple hybrids once in a while. Yeah, I'm not like, I don't want, I'm already tired. <laughs> like and then when it's called the dredge of life yes I'm, life is like hard and then people are like smoke this indica i'm like dude we're trying to do some fun stuff like i like to not feel my body and i'm like i just want to laugh some people want to hey look some people like meth <laughs> yeah some people like edibles yeah now i don't know chemically they couldn't be more farther apart from each other you know yeah a plant it's ground up and i don't know what the hippies do they boil it and pour it through cheesecloth and make that yeah. butter and then yes. you end up like a seven thousand milligram brownie yeah which will probably cause just as much trouble as a hit off the glass on a pipe if you eat two large edible cookies yes or smoke a, a, a gram of meth you're gonna probably have similar results really yeah i've never done meth what never done meth People mostly think that about me. I think they look no, at me like... You, your teeth are fine. Your teeth are actually very good. They're actually suspiciously uh, symmetrical and yeah. even. Braces. Uh, over here, your mouth must have been out of control because you got a full set of ivories up front. Yeah, well, the funny thing is my mouth is too small, actually. Really? Yeah, so they actually... I'm missing like four adult teeth or something or more than that. They because, moved everything up front. Yo, know, the canines were like growing like up here. Ooh, so my mouth was all jacked. Yeah. And then they had to spread it and also take teeth out. So I'm happy about How it. How many extractions? A lot. I remember the last one. I was more like, than they took four? four? Yeah, more than four. They've taken a lot of teeth out of my mouth. And uh, it's just a thing. But I'm happy. I got nice teeth now. Yeah. So I get compliments. <laughs> I'm, I'm happy about the compliment. I need compliments to get through the day, Jason. Yeah. Yeah. So it makes well, me feel I think, better. Like what we were talking about earlier is uh, you seem to be like some, a target? Yes. Generally? There you go. You nailed it. What you, is it? You, you seem like a happy person, but underneath all that, you're like, oh, here comes a shithead. You know yes. that you're going to get about 10 a day in mm- some form. Yes. Checkout lineup, mm-hmm. comedy audience. Yep. General prick on the sidewalk. Yeah. yeah. My family hates me. Yeah. I'm talking about myself now. Yeah, but you sounded like you were describing me too. So I don't think my family hates me. <laughs> I just know that I do disappoint people Wait, a Let's lot. call your mother right now. Let's go to the clip. <laughs> yeah. Speaking, I was just talking to my mom before I came here. And uh, on Monday, uh, I actually, uh, I bought this ticket to go to New York. Mm-hmm. To uh, because uh, at my job I was helping this bachelorette party, right? Small bachelorette party. What is the job that you'd be involved with? I'm a some server. Of the worst people in the world. I'm a server. Because you know, look, I'm a big fan of the ladies, but when Me you too. when you cunts get together, yeah, now you're a gang. Yes, she wants this. Yeah. I want that. Yeah, you are a slave because there's more cunts on a wagon over here. Isn't yeah. that weird? It's bullying. Yeah, and then you also have to decide which <laughs> cunt or bully you want to ruin your life yeah. that day. And some days you you know you know what? Fuck me. Yeah. Fuck you. Yeah. You want to see this? You think you're the first? Yeah. 
shit lip that I've had to deal with just because you haven't been out in four years because your marriage is a fucking disaster. Thank you. You're 70 pounds overweight. Yes. You've overextended yourself in catering and now you've halfway through a bottle of wine and you haven't drank in 10 years Yeah. and now you're angry at me because the uh, peach cobbler has got a hair on it from my asshole because you've been so difficult to deal with for the last four hours at this shitty wedding. Yes. I've been following you for years. <laughs> <laughs> Server, yeah. why, why would you bring that on to you? Like, as a comedian, you have a completely different perspective on the general public. I do. Well, but that's... now you put yourself behind enemy lines. And you, do you ever stand up and go, listen, bitch? Yes. I talk to thousands of people a week effortlessly. Yeah. And now it's you yeah. are the problem in my world. Yes. And you I must yeah. die. Yeah. And I don't, uh, that's what's, sometimes it's bad because I don't hold my shit off. I don't hold my mouth. I don't hold my tongue because uh, I don't, I'm a person. So, like, I'm a different type of server. I'll fuck with you, and I will let you know how I feel. But I expected, uh, uh, you know, you'll argue your point. Yes. And um, you're the kind of person, I can't argue my point. I always argue my point, and that's why it's I bad. Know. It's so bad. Yeah. It gets me into a lot of shit. Yeah, but at least you have a, a rigid compass. I respect that over somebody that's a fair weather. Yeah. I don't engage at that level with people because it escalates to bad stuff which usually and that's what I've been trying to hone in in my whole life it's like always think about what you say before you say it and then I uh, but sometimes I don't but also like yeah the rigid compass but thing you're, the you're way negotiable. I was raised I'm, no, I'm negotiable go, yeah you're not a uh, uh, Karen-esque yeah no freak out there, you want dialogue I like dialogue and I don't but I also defend myself whenever mm -hmm. when someone comes at me and it's usually that's that's Growing up in like the Detroit area, yeah, you can if you lose street credibility amongst your peers, you're yeah. done. Yeah, so you have to at least uh, pull position of like, look at I'm gonna outsmart. Oh, I heard my Canadian. You've okay. been to Windsor. I've been to I actually yeah I've been there a few times when I was young. Drinking? I never went to Canada when I was drinking age. Mm. I used to I grew up bowling and we always went over there to do tournaments because I yeah. lived at. Uh, we lived like 40 minutes from uh, the Port Huron side. Was, whatever. was Kingpin's your Happy Gilmore? Kind of, but no. Happy Gilmore beats Kingpin for sure. Happy Gilmore's really? my favorite. Yeah. Okay, Kingpin's shot in Vancouver, cool. by the way. Huh? It was? Yeah, because I was living in Vancouver when they were filming. That was a big thing. Same Happy with Gilmore? Happy Gilmore and like Jumanji. I remember seeing Robin Williams walking with his co-star by the Pacific, a hotel near the waterfront in Vancouver. And I was like, fuck. That's so cool. He's right there. He's walking. Having yeah. a nice chat, walking around yeah. by himself. And I couldn't, I just couldn't believe it. I wasn't even, I was gearing up to start my first comedy performance and seeing Robin Williams. But anyway, my, I've got squirrels running around in my head. So it's all good. bear with me. I am. Women spitting on you in public. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you do have to, uh, uh, you know, Detroit is um, Michigan area. I don't know. So I, it was, yeah, I, I grew up in the Detroit comedy scene. I didn't grow up in Detroit, you know what I mean? Mm. So it's different. I grew up in like Country Road, yeah. uh, like farm. I'm surrounded by farms. Yeah. And then I started doing comedy in Detroit. And uh, what you, How old were you when you started? 25. 25, same. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so I started when I was 25. 
And then I just wanted to start doing time wherever I could find it. Mm-hmm. You know? you, were you around at that time? Where, uh, we might have talked about this before. Coco's Comedy Club off of Jefferson no. in Detroit. It was this no. black room that was it was the biggest comedy venue I've seen You know, next to a theater. No, I, I think it might have been shut down when uh, yeah. I started doing it. But I started doing like black rooms when I was like, uh, as soon as I started comedy, like within six months. So I had no idea what I was doing. Was and this I, just to accumulate stage time? You're yes. like, oh, yeah, yeah, that, exactly. Yeah, I was looking for anything where I could go up, and I was like, oh, okay, let's go. Mm-hmm. And I thought I was funny then in six months, but I was terrible. But I learned a lot of shit, and I would go to like places like uh, there's a scary place called uh, Mandy's, which is nicknamed yeah. Murder Mandy's. Murder Mandy's. It's on six mile or something, six and a half mile down uh-huh. in like on the outskirts of like Detroit and Hamtramck. Which, it, as soon as you turn left, you're like, I should not be here. Yeah. And then security looks at you like, What the fuck are you doing here? And you're yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I'm doing comedy, and then. Uh, You'll oh, get- have you ever run into this? Because it's happened to me where I've gone to Black Club and they told me I was at the wrong club and I was headlining it that night. Yeah, they go, you're at the wrong club. I had to get the promoter to come out and yeah. bring me in. Yeah, yeah, we've had, yeah, I had to have like my comedian friends like come <laughs> grab me because security's like, yo, dude, there's a twenty dollar cover, and you're like, I heard it's free, and they're like, well, not not for you, buddy. Yes. And then my right friends to would the be face. like, yeah, and then the friends would come out and be like, stop fucking with him. He's trying to do comedy, <laughs> and then. <laughs> And then, like, we would go, and then uh, we went once, and the second time we went without our friend, and he's like, don't ever go without me. He's like, yeah. I don't even like going there. So you'd go there. <laughs> I don't even like going there. Yeah, like, it was bad, man. you just get heckled all the time by these yeah. drunk people just telling you you suck. Mm-hmm. Getting booed off stage. I'd go to a place called Baker's. That was always fun. Was it a sports bar or something like that, or an actual comedy venue? That- Baker's Keyboard Lounge is a jazz lounge, like a legendary little jazz lounge in Detroit. And on Mondays, Kool Aid would run a show. It's a comedy show. Yeah. It was free, sold out every Monday. Huge. And all of us, like young comics, would go. It's and- crazy that you, when you say that, like the industry never picked up on these guys. No, and They're that's packing asses and yeah. sickle my. We can do this all over the world. Yeah, and it's the shitty part about that because the Monday show at Baker's Keyboard Lounge, it was so in- intense and fun, and there's so many good comics in Michigan that just get overlooked, and the industry doesn't go out to Detroit, and you're like, these are some of the funniest things you've ever seen. And then you go to bigger scenes, and you're like, Detroit, people in Detroit need to get how out of Detroit. Think, how do you think Detroit is a necessary? It's a Canada. yeah. You know, there's so many Canadian comics that are yeah. super good. They get slept on all the time. Yeah, we're slept on. And I think the, sh- the really sucky part about it is that we keep getting slept on. and then But also people keep going, well, if it's going to happen, it's going to happen. They'll find me. And it's like, no, they don't <laughs> give a shit because no. it's like there's so much talent coming to these cities. It's like, why do we got to go out there? Even though Detroit should be showcased more, mm-hmm. I think it's one of the toughest scenes. It's one of the funnest scenes, mm-hmm. and you can do a lot of time. And there's a lot of good comics, and it. it's like, uh, I'm happy I, I like moved out when I was like five years into comedy. I went to L.A. and it, but I, what year did you move to L.A.? Right before COVID, so 2000. Oh. Yeah, I moved out uh, October. It would be 2019 then, right? Oh, uh, that's not too bad though. Like the fact that you've only you only had to eat a year yeah. of a sidestep. Some people yeah. there long term leases, yeah. bad relationships, like exactly. Pfft, Multiple layers of quicksand. Yeah, and it, terrible that's what environment, it, terrible thing. Yes, and I didn't plan shit to yeah. go there. Like, did you go by yourself, mm-hmm. or did you bring somebody? Yeah, I went by myself, and it was my first year moving. Like it was my first time in my life really moving away from my family. What? Like 
it was big. Because uh, I was like, at, I'm like, dude, I'm 29. If I don't move by 30, I... Were you uh, living at home at 29? Yeah. What the hell, man? I was kicked out when I was 15. Yeah, see, I've been living on my own since I was 15. And people always go, "Why? how are you living with your parents? And I'm like, dude, I'm never home anyway. Yeah. I'm always working. Like I, So I served her. First of like, all, I got no and wife I, and kids. Yeah. And I like my parents. Yeah. And uh, there's uh, my mother's cooking or whatever yeah. comforts. Uh, I get it for for the greater good of being successful comedian because you don't have the you know you're looking at your monthly overhead okay my rent, I'm paying an extra $1000 on my rent when I could just stay at my parents place exactly that's what I was thinking yeah it's like it's not I just got an empty room for a long periods of yeah. time and, and that's it's what paying I, yeah. the ass to Airbnb or whatever yeah yeah. It's not cool. Yeah. So, and everybody was like, you live at home. I'm like, yeah, I'm not. I'm concentrating on myself. People are just jealous of the fact yeah. that your parents like you. Yeah. <laughs> like my parents, like my dad, like it's crazy because he's like, go chase the dream. You know, like always Good. supportive, always supportive. And they're like, I mean, dude, worst comes to worst. You can just come back. Wow. Like I mean, Your they, parents really like you. Yeah. Are you the only one? No, I'm the middle one. Ooh. That's why I'm the black sheep. I have an older brother, younger sister. They're worried sister. about you killing yourself if yeah. things go sideways. Yes. So your parents' house is more or less a mental hospital for you, right? <laughs> yeah, it's a good place to go <laughs> for me because it's like you, I get some good sleep. Room, does your room still look the same since 84? No, nope, it actually- Because you weren't born. No, I was born in 90, but oh. I did have I did have sports. I did have a sports banner, like the wallpaper up till yeah. I was like 16, 17. Yeah. There's something comfortable like- uh, there was a bed I used to sleep in uh, my uncle's old bedroom, and uh, there was something about that room when you walk in. It they never changed anything for yeah. like thirty years. <laughs> so I feel actually falling into uh, my. I felt younger. Yeah, because my mind would go back, and I feel my body chemically changing because of the yeah. the environment that I was in was so. It's is calming. it tactile, or I could touch it? Yeah, time. I liked it. To, it calms me down. It gives yeah. me a sense of base, like a home. Do you scream in the shower? I do scream in my car, in yeah. the pillows. I've done that, I, yes. You look yeah. like a screamer. Yeah. There's a lot of anger inside me. Yeah. Is it the clenched fist with the shaky head? No, it, yeah. No, it's like a screaming, piercing. Okay. I need to head let it up, out. Like, yeah. There's a, yeah. Screaming at the s- yeah. stars. Yeah, i in my car, like having bad Yeah, Yeah. It feels good. Yeah. Yeah. And the funny thing is I, I used to be- I take that in, out on the audience. I do that too in certain ways. And that's when like, if you ever see me on stage and like a heckler, like I don't like to get, I don't care if people heckle me. I like <laughs> fucking with people who are heckling me. But there's also a thing of like, I don't try to engage with people as much as I want to because they're going to step on like a trap and then I'm going to fucking go off the rails because yeah, they disrespected me. And I'm like, fuck, all right, let's go. You're allowing them to take your steering wheel. Yeah, and I don't, but I don't let them. Yeah. Well, yeah. now you're in a tug it's of like, war it's trying a, to drive the car. Sometimes I set the hook. It's sometimes I'm fishing yeah. for it where you're like, all right, let's fuck with well, somebody. Sometimes you got to set a bear trap to leave. Oh, this guy's been in a menace yes. the entire show. Yes. I'm going to chug along. I know he's going to step yeah. in in my little dance here. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to uh, set up a wood chipper for him to fall into with yeah. a trap door. And it's fun. It's fun. I love <laughs> fucking torturing people yeah and some people like don't realize like uh i think some people want it to be fast and quick <clears throat> and they don't realize they've been the pop the problem the whole show and no one has said anything i don't know how 
this is a big thing with Austin comedy. I've noticed it's like, or LA too. It was like people let hecklers heckle them. And the only way they shut them down is go, Hey man, stop. Yeah. Because they're out of work actors. You're like, don't hey, man, confuse don't, them. Don't ruin my set, man. And it's like... Yeah, that's an actor. That guy looks at Somebody's shouted out during his monologue. Yeah. Like, it's not a comedy act. It's It's fun. a monologue. Have you... Do you watch the people that, like, get heckled and they're like, come on, man, stop. Yeah. Stop. And then they go right back into their bit. Yeah. And everybody's lost because they're like... D-. I lived in LA for 13 years. Yeah. In Hollywood. That's a... For over a decade. How did you survive? I know, and I can see you revisiting those few months that you were there. You're like, how did you get less that yeah, long? Yeah, no, I didn't plan shit when I moved it. I thought I did, but I didn't. I ended up like, the LA first takes- few days I was homeless. Yeah. I found, uh, I got my house No one randomly. will help you. No. No one will help you, and they'll try and rip you off along the entire way. Yeah. It's such a scam. It's a lot of, hey man, be my friend, but when you need them. Bye-bye. Yeah. They and, don't care. Or even worse is their uh, wolf in sheep's clothing, and you yes. find out they're con man, scam My artists. landlord. My landlord Landlords. was a piece of shit. She was a cunt, whore, piece of shit. And they know that you guys are coming in yeah. on a daily basis, 1000 bucks here, $200 mm-hmm. there, service. Da, 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 da. Yeah, I had yeah. to run in with multiple people. I had to have a friend come over as an eyewitness so I wouldn't lose my shit because I yeah. knew they were jockeying for position to fuck me. With some bullshit uh, added. Nonsense. I just don't get why. I just don't get why people have to do that shit. Because it's like we can all make money, we can all do what we want, but then there's these shitty people who are just so fucking greedy well, the, and don't care about nobody. LA's been legendary uh, at attracting the shittiest people. Yes, and yeah, it's a it's an yeah. actor's environment. So you, it's a it's a you're dealing with so many different levels of disingenuousness. Yes, this is this. I went to school in uh, the Pittsburgh of ha- of Canada, so my education and my di- diction and my thesaurus is very thin. <laughs> There's not a lot going on in there. That's yeah, why I, I, yeah. I, I dabble. My whole palette of painting is shit, piss, and blood. Okay. I throw a little cum in there to keep the ladies happy. But That's nice. Yeah, it's, it, yeah. I do what I can. I don't have a large uh, female fan base. I can see... <laughs> Uh, you I, girls would like the, you. You're you're classic now. Thank you. You're you're the it as far as the whites go. Thank you. There's a few of you. I appreciate it. Um, yeah, I've seen your comedy. <laughs> I, I've only I have, and I've only got to see you live like a couple of times, but I have watched your videos. Okay. I think I watched. It might it's have a been mess. Like, yeah, I might have watched your special. Do you have a Do you have a special, or do you have you been on TV or something? I've done yeah a bunch Showtime HBO right? okay yeah I watched one of those just a couple of those small networks yeah, I watched yeah just a small network but I remember watching one of your videos it's like your what did uh, I look like because now I'm now I'm I, dissecting I myself I think a little bit younger okay you might have been a little bit younger was it an hour long or a short ten minute thing it was a short clip I think you posted it and I saw it it was just the way you were working with people and how uh, I think you were talking about rape. And the pepper spray Big. your pepper spray oh uh, Montreal just for last festival nasty yeah. show oh. Yeah, that's not that's not just a little bitty. It was just a little show that you did. Can I brag a little you, more? Please, because because that's badass. This is not only badass as a, as a comedian, but as a, as a fan of comedy. Yeah, here it is. Host, okay, okay. Nick DiPaolo, okay. Do, that's am I, a, that's am I supposed host. to know him? You don't know who Nick like DiPaolo is. You, I, you're I, a total. I feel, really, I feel like a asshole. Dick. I well, am. He probably would hate you at a glance anyway. Probably most people do. Um, <laughs> Nick DiPaolo. <laughs> Uh, Chris Neff. Okay. Uh, Joe DeRosa. Okay. Otto and George. 
Puppet Act. Okay. Rest your soul. Um, myself and Patrice O'Neill. You you opened up for Patrice? Well, the Nasty Show. Yeah. Uh, Wait, is that the famous Patrice O'Neill act that he did at the Nasty? Was he in a yellow suit? Uh, he he was doing his uh, warm ups for Elephant in the Room. Dude. Yeah. I think I, I well because I think that was filmed too, right? The, yes. With Patri- I think I've seen that one. Yeah, that was that a was, crazy year. Yeah, it was great. That's a ama- good for you. The green room was uh, just like it was all murderers row. It was it was fun. It was like seeing a kind of a, a, a fringe tribe. You getting extreme successes. Yeah. From like legendary comics, yeah. and then the uh, underlings of pirates all around it. It yeah. was cool. It was like the bad kids table. Yeah. In the next room, you know, and they're having all the fun and all the and totally all the stiffs fun. are like, I want to be part of that. Totally. What is so you hung out with Patrice O'Neill for many like, many times. How? It, well, I spent a whole I spent almost two weeks with him. Really? Yeah, I'm very successful. That's what you I seem ne- surprised. No, I'm not. I'm I, I'm surprised <laughs> in a. I I've heard about you. I've heard about your success. I've seen some of your things. No, you hear about me. No one really talks about the successes, but that's fine. No, but I'm interested. This is why, like, I'm asking because it's very cool. Because Patrice, one of the, I mean, greatest, and it's cool to see that you know him personally. And I just like, I wouldn't say we were friends, but you know of it. You've had many conversations. I've probably logged a hundred hours next to that man. Wow, what is it like? Is he just the funniest person you've ever met in person? Mal- malicious. Malicious? Malicious. <laughs> like. So all the stories you hear about Patrice, true. Tenfold. Just- <laughs> tenfold. You can't. The man walks quietly and carries a big stick. Yeah. And, um, you know, especially, you know, the, the, the cellar table, uh, uh, mm-hmm. the, the infamous. Have you, you been know, on the cellar? Pit. Have you been to the cellar table? Have you been at uh, the cellar table? Uh, I haven't sat at that table, no. Okay. Anytime I've ever gone there, it's like, what am I going to do? There's Dave Vitell, Louis C.K., <laughs> you know, the owner and stuff. I, could you guys shove a cheek? Yeah. So I could, you know, not, I don't know. No, no. I don't, uh, uh, pro, I'm pretty solo Yeah. person in general. I could, I could see that. I could feel that from you. You seem, yeah, pretty I solo. Do, I do my own uh Thing. I have friends and stuff, but uh, as far as occasionally I'll, I'll uh, start a gang. I saw that. Cult leader? Are you? I'm working on cult? that. That's, You're that's, working on that's that. That's different from gang leader. Is it? So What would be the difference between gang leader and cult leader? Uh, a gang leader, um, that's a good th- point. Let me think about that. A gang leader is in charge of a army. Okay. A uh, um. A cult leader is in charge of like the opposite of a militant. They're submissive. They're oh. yes people. Ah. Uh. Where the soldiers, they're they're feral. Okay. They're <laughs> they're wilder. You know, okay. cult people. Yeah. You know, it's a very yes. Jesus. Yeah. Uh, thing going on there okay. uh, of worship, where you're worship, you're you're lying to people to get them to do things you want. Where if you're a gang leader. You tell them what to do, or you will kill them. Okay. Not physically, but I understand. Yeah, that's yeah. Okay, that's a little different. Yeah. I recruit um, small lineups of comedians, and then take them on the road with me for short periods of time, and then they don't talk to me for six months because they can't deal with normal people because I've waterboarded them with Clockwork Orange. 
Uh, <laughs> wow. That seems intense. I like to keep it intense. But that's good. Is it also keeping it intense in a... Uh, I'm intense. Learning? Yeah. I need, to, I need to be around. I need people upset and uncomfortable. Yes. And to uh, for the cause, yeah, and it, but and then in are they learning, yes, how to deal with it on stage? And you're, are you trying to get them out of? <laughs> are you trying to get these people out of their shell? Yeah, yeah, uh, other comfort zones, yes, so that I, they uh, uh, evolve. Be true, yes, and that's the biggest thing that yes, you're my prisoner. Oh, you want to do comedy? Yeah. I do comedy. Yeah, my coattails are really short. But if you get on them, you're subjected to all the things that I have around me and do. Yeah. And you will learn. Yes. And that's the end a, of this month, yeah. I've been doing comedy 25 years. Wow. I applaud you. In 25 countries. These guys, I'm talking to people in Canada comics. Uh, you met Brett, who's on my couch, you know. Yeah. Uh, they're trying to book gigs within the country. I'm like, you need to expand. Yeah. There's no water in the well. Yeah. Right now. And it won't be for a long time. We're in here? In Canada. Oh, in Canada. This this Austin, as you know, yeah. especially coming from Los Angeles, this place is all well water. Yeah. That's why I it's think it's flooding out. People are uh, abusing the, the well. Yeah. You know, they're peeing a little bit and throwing yeah. gum in it, but they don't know that there's no wells anywhere else. So yeah, there's no water. That actually yeah, that makes sense because I think a lot of people here. You know, you hear about the people. They don't like, shower or brush their hair. Yeah. You know, you probably went up like two notches just by having a full set of teeth and some fashion sense. Because yes. there's slobs here. There are slobs here. There's slobs. There, there's slobs everywhere. <laughs> there's slobs everywhere. I don't actually understand adults that don't take care of themselves. No. But apparently, no. Like, and that's the funny. I think that's a. There's a. Thing you look of like a thrift store manager. Yet you. Made an effort. In yes. You, there's, there's some I took a thought shower. behind it. I took totally, a shower I and I did my hair. And you put people, your blue contact lenses in? These are clear. Oh, sorry, Susan. <laughs> these are beautiful blue eyes that are all natural. No, baby. they are natural. You have great skin. Thank you. And you look like a fighter pilot from the uh, 40s. Yeah. If I put my glasses on, I look just like that. Oh, this is where we'll just put in the... Uh, <laughs> yeah, the ad. The ad... Um, Absolute uh, abstracts. <laughs> Absolute Every abstracts. Yeah, right. Get it. Get it today. It will uh, make you feel calm. Huh? Yeah, try it. A little goes a long way with these things. Yeah, you got to be careful because uh, you uh, like the indicas to the sativas, but it's the cleanest way to do that. I think. Really? I think so, but I don't like it that much. You um, cut that out. I don't know, no. Like I, I like th this is the boutique. These are shit. what the these are what the young white kids need and want in their life. Yeah, and they're all cool. And this is what's happening with everybody. Everybody has a pen. There's everybody smokes weed now. Did you know that? I feel like almost everybody smokes weed. How many times have you seen cocaine in Austin? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's like cocaine in Austin's like the new marijuana. Yes, it's that crazy. And, every, and everybody's just like, do you want some? It's do you not, want some? It's not good. No. Do you do uh, no mushrooms? Done them once. What? I've also never said that on a, on, on a podcast. Do you feel that you've kind of like I had my? I just broke down a barrier. Now, now I yeah. just talked about mushrooms. Long, I had yeah. I had my virginity uh, taken to me from um, a redhead. Really? Yeah. You How want, gross is that? 
out of the gate. Wait, was well, some redheads. I mean, you all I women, know. all people can be beautiful, all people can be ugly. Yeah. So, what, but you know, redheads, they either are, you know, Rocky Dennis Mask. Do you is, know Rocky Dennis? No. Do you know the movie Mask with Cher? No. There was a uh, famous story, not a story, it was a true story. It was docu- a documentary and film about a guy who had the elephant man disease and oh. he was a redhead. Ooh. Double park. That's a double. That Born with four foreskins. So it was, no, no. <laughs> it just looked like someone stapled a bunch of calamari together. Yeah. <laughs> it looked like his dick was a flower. All right, my mother's gonna watch this. Shit, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm, so- <laughs> sorry, mom. My mom's probably gonna watch it too and be like, Justin, uh, I think you should rethink your career. Mm. You're hanging out with a satanist, yeah, Sat- satanist. Sure. Is that what that word is? You can call it whatever you That's want. That's what she would say. I'm you not gonna- worship the goat. You- <laughs> I like that. Yeah, worship the goat. That's Who doesn't love a good goat? I don't know. Do you follow I, anything? Uh, I want. I don't want to say that your family was Christian, but you yeah, had some. More, we were nailed it. Uh, Catholic, Christian, whatever the one is. Can I guess some more things that I, I couldn't uh, um, possibly know about you? Yeah. Do you have an older sister that's blonde? I have a younger sister that's blonde. Okay. Is she tall? She's yeah. She's pretty tall. Yeah. This is fun. I want to say Sandra, but it's not Sandra, is it? Mm-hmm. I see either an Maybe, S at the end or the beginning. I, it's not the, it's like, it's kind of in that. If you had to put, it would kind of almost be like Sandra, but if you'd say it a little bit different, but it's not. I'm not giving, I don't want to give it away because I want to be blown away. Yeah. I want to be like my mind blown right now. Fuck. I'm getting a little uh, compromise from the weed, but we'll come back to something weird. I usually do this. That's cool though, yeah. I'm working on some stuff. I had some crazy, I got some recordings that are a little unnerving. Yeah, I just actually, before you even said that, like 15 minutes ago, I felt a little deja vu here. Yeah. It was weird. I have that effect on people because I don't really engage with people. This is part of an experiment for me. It was uh, when you messaged me. You're like, what is this fucking animal? No, I was excited. Yeah. I was excited. Because you've never been to a haunted house before. Never. You do look like the guy. I used who to work lives... in a haunted house, though. What? Like, I mean, like, like the Halloween, like chainsaw guy. That's great. I was a chainsaw guy. With you were. A, I, was a, guy? I was a clown guy with a chainsaw. It was fun. That's a awesome because all those I know a lot of it. It used like in Niagara Falls on Lundy's Lane. Yeah, it's like vampires, wax museum, all these. I always wanted to things. go there. It's fantastic. I bet. And I mean, just for the. It's like the fantastic way of going down lost downtown Los Angeles. Like, wow, this is a real mess. Holy shit. Yeah, <laughs> really? I, that was what's funny about Los Angeles. When you uh, when I vacationed there and I saw Hollywood, beautiful. Mm-hmm. Views, beautiful. Everything was beautiful. Move there, takes a little of the luster away. You know what I mean? It, take, it makes it real. And then you're like, oh, this is just all shitty. Yeah, when you see multiple people shitting outside. <laughs> yeah. Like how many public dumps? It's you bad, know, right? We're yeah. laughing about it, but it's... But Human yeah. feces on the sidewalks all the time is, it's bad. You're, they should have signs instead of pick up after your dog. It's like pick up after yourself. Clean up after yourself. Don't it, shit on the sidewalk. Clean it up. And they always leave balled up napkins so they let you know it was a dog can't ball up napkins. <laughs> no, and dogs don't wipe. No, they don't. They just pinch it. They totally pinch. I and wish you know I a homeless that. person not having a clean pinch. They oh. eat, What do they eat out of a dumpster? 
There's no pinch. There's no pinch because their butthole's just open. When you've been <laughs> raped in the trash unconscious. Yes. Like the sexual assaults in the homeless community. First of all, there shouldn't be any homeless women. That's right? just stupid women. Is that what we're saying? I don't know. Maybe mentally ill <laughs> women, too- stupid women. I'm saying Isn't that if the name of your one man show, yeah, stupid, stupid women. Wo- I actually, yeah, I could see. But are you saying, I was thinking maybe you're saying because women, if they have it easier to, I guess, manipulate people, I think, especially men, especially desperate men. There's a lot of desperate men out here. The guys. I'm desperate. Are I you? bought a, that ticket, like at the, when I told you about a plane ticket in New York, mm. it was from that bachelorette party. Within 30 minutes, they're like, you should be my plus one at a wedding. And I bought a ticket. Stupid, right? What, some girl? The girls had, on Monday liked night. Liked you. The girls loved me. Yeah, that's because you were, you were at a, you, that was your, look, if someone yeah. comes into your neighborhood, yeah. they're getting fucked. <laughs> yeah. And wherever you work is your place of business. Yeah. So they see you in this status situation Serving women, putting strawberries in their mouth. Yeah. They fall in the romance of that. Come there and they see you doing blow in the bathroom with one of the dishwashers at the wedding. That's not going to be a good look. They're going to be like, he's not. He's No, uh, he's not that guy. He's not that guy. It's not me, babe. Actually, it is me, though. I'm such a romantic, <laughs> uh, hopeless romantic. I'm like a romantic comedy and it's bad. <laughs> Are you a Tom Hanks movie? When desperate, Harry met more Sally, desperate, more desperate. Like Tom Hanks, like he's not cable that de- guy, desperate. No, not that. Not <laughs> it's like a, it's a thin line there. I'm like a bad movie where it's like the guy's like he meets the woman of his dreams, but then he loses her because he's too nice. Yeah, I'm that guy. I'm not an asshole. That too nice. That's the, the, that's way other people pawn their bullshit on you for yeah. being yourself. Yes. I wasn't to anything. I was authentically myself. Yeah. So if you're looking at that as too nice, means Mm. that you're a shithead. Okay. Yeah. I've been dumped for being too nice. Yeah. And it's a thing where like if you communicate too much, now you're fucking clingy and needy. And it's just, no, I just am interested in you and I want to talk to you. Yeah. Well, sometimes those people have partitions off. And when you knock on someone's door with honesty enough, it starts to be create. You're the good. problem. Yeah. And that's it's not polarizing. good. polarizing. Yeah. I'm too honest. I'm very truthful. It's not too. You got to change that. That Yeah, that it's makes sense. It's not too. It's too means I'm that honest. you have a problem and you don't. They have a problem. Yeah, I never thought of it, it that You're way. living in a world that isn't very honest and genuine. I think that's why I'm so and shocking. you get shamed for it. Yeah. And that was, we we're talking about Los Angeles. Yeah. Is being a real mm-hmm. motherfucker is a, a nuisance to a lot of people. It is, and it sucks because then you can't be true to yourself because you're like, I'm offending everybody even though I'm just saying it, the honest truth. And also it works the other way. People try and keep it real so much that it's uh, their their successes are slacking from it. Yeah. And they always got to excuse, I'm just too real for the yeah. audience. Like, oh, these, they're not my, uh, I'm audience. too dirty no, for them. That's no, that's not I, it. I wanted to reach all of the people and make them, Show the truth of oh we've all got a dark side. Yes, we feel. Oh, I'm look at. Trust me, I know that these things. I've had to write these things out and look at them, and um, I'm very aware of what's going on with the dynamic of it. But I want you to subside to a, a place that you're not comfortable with, and yet that you never thought you could go or walk out of the club. I don't know. Yeah, and that's and that's the good point is too. You can walk out just if you're not into it. 
but you know it's like you never seen this side of things it's like open your mind and just fucking watch the show mm. and if you're offended then this isn't for you but first of all even before that look i don't know i don't people don't just buy random tickets to go see yeah slayer Right, yeah, that makes sense. What's this band sound like? What are the songs? You could with with this. You can. You don't even have to push a button. I think you can talk into your phone and say, uh, "Jason Rouse comedy video," and it will show you a video. Of and you. it'll pull up the most popular thing that yeah. people tend. They do all the legwork, and then you can go within seconds. You know, you can. Okay, who else is on the list? I don't know. Maybe this is. I don't. Like commercials for movies, they don't have commercials for comedians. No, they don't. They don't have commercials for comedians. Yeah. I wonder if that could be a thing. I actually speak. I've been maybe comedians buying out some advertising space, but this is what podcasting's become. Yeah, it's I've, a long version commercial. I think that's what we're we missing. don't want to yeah. do this. We're, we're we're just like really. I, I wanna, it's just putting your name out there more and more, and it's on different. They want to know everything about they us. Do. These fucking intrusive cocksuckers yeah. on the internet. It's like, what more do you want? They want yeah. all of it. They want all of it. And, and then, then they lay it out, and yeah. then they pan it. Mm -hmm. And they go, look, we got him. Yeah. He did this. And then they don't come watch your show, or when they come watch your show, it's like a different thing, and they're like, I don't know. Yeah. It's weird. And that's what I think with uh, the promotion of comedy. It's just been never there. I've been trying to make promotional stuff, like videos for shows and stuff, because I'm like, we got these cool shows, but we don't make them look cool. We get these chintzy flyers. No one knows how to do flyers that well. Oh, it doesn't I know. Look the, good. Fly, the advertise. The, first you know of all, I mean? the, yeah. the host, the promoter is at the top of the... Th Always. They present it. Their picture. It, that's why you come see it. And then the funny thing is, those people that create the shows with their name, like their face on the flyer for a headliner, <laughs> and they give the headliner, and then that host does like two minutes and just goes, hey, I'm... Bombs. Yeah, they don't even do anything. And Bombs. They, they don't set the show up. I'm like, but it's my show. Thank you. It's yeah. like, and it's like no, dude. It fucking, if it's your show, be a good comedian. Do your time up front. Set the show. Get the fucking. They thing don't know rolling. what the. They don't know what the standard is. So you no. came out of a different comedy. Community. That's why. I, yeah, and those are where in Detroit they have nights. Boogie like boogie nights, Tuesday nights. First of all, you take yeah. take fifty of the local Austin comics. Put yeah. them at boogie nights. They'll all die. They'll dude, all come out brutal. cry. And first of all, three of them tank in a row. The fourth guy's getting assaulted. Assault. Like, get the, like, don't even, they don't even, yeah. and then that person's going to, but the funny thing is, too, that fourth person's going to go and you on know there. how bad. So bad. And that fourth person's still going to go, he's going to go, hey, guys, so I live at home, and they're all like, dude, fucking eat my, like, shut the fuck <laughs> yeah. up. Get out Standing of here. Standing up. Standing, they're like, no. They even like they get the fuck off. And the funny thing with those rooms is that those kids get off stage crying, and they're like, "Man, this audience, they just don't understand comedy." Like, uh, no, the funny thing is they understand comedy. You're just being a bitch right now. Yeah. And then guess what? When you once you start keep going, and then you get better, and you keep getting better, then you get respect. I got more respect in Detroit black rooms than I did in my own hometown. Yeah, they love me. Oh, for sure. Because I wasn't. I didn't. I went from scared shitless to I don't care anymore. And, and they confident. see that. They know. And they know it. They know. They and, can yeah. see. They sniff the, fear. Yeah. And they know. Look, especially in that type of audience, uh, it's either very good or very bad. Yes. There's no middle There's ground. no in between. You can't, you can't yeah. coast ever. You always got to be on your toes. Even if you're doing like fucking great. I always do this thing where I'd come out hot like three minutes and my brain would just go, okay, tank's done. And I go, here we go, we're about to die. And then I go into a bit, and they're like, nope, dude, boo. 
after you crush for three minutes and then boo, you get a boo. Yeah, they, it's a, yeah, no, and it's a, I don't know what it is. I something about getting yelled at by black women makes me really you, sad. You, you, want, you, you want to know what I said to they a black scream. woman once? I, <laughs> I don't even know, because this is like, if you were there, you were there, but, mm. so I was doing a sold out show. A, a family bought all the tickets for the show and uh, it was it was at a black room and it was a, a sold out show and it was a whole family. I got on stage and I forgot that it was a whole family. Well, my intro, I started dancing because there's music and I was like dancing and then this big black lady stood up, right? And she started dancing with me, and I was I was fucking with her. I was I said, like, you're you're trying to get into material. And now I'm trying you're to get in into material. Dance. I'm I'm interesting. I'm like just dancing for my intro. Yeah. And she starts dancing, and it's whatever. And I go off. The host was talking about pussy jokes, so I did a pussy joke, right? Mm. And that big black woman was like, uh, uh-uh. I said like I said something about lips. I was like, she had that RB pussy or whatever. And the black lady goes, that's some white people shit. And I was like, lady, you got a fat pussy in front of her whole family. Yeah. To a black now, wow. There's a difference. Um, <laughs> there is a thing of like disrespect, and certain things are taken out of. I mean, I said that to her in front of like her son, her nephew. Her, oh, respect from your your yeah, family from is, them, yeah. like all of them, and like but a, it's a different a family way of, attack you. Yeah. It's a different way of like I probably could have said it to like a white mom, yeah. and people probably would have been like, huh. But I just basically shit on the whole family, <laughs> including the main person that runs it. And I said it, and the whole room was like, boo, fuck you. And her nephew walks up to the stage, like, uh-huh. ready to kill me. Yeah. He didn't take his eyes off me. Yeah. And luckily, another comedian had to come talk him down for five minutes. And then I kept doubling down. And I said, it's funny. I'm about to get my ass beat by the kid wearing his Sunday school outfit. Oh. And that was a good joke. I was like, that's funny. And they were like, no, boo, you suck. And I kept oh, they, trying. They, they, they wouldn't have it. No. It's weird how it can be all of a sudden, you know, like any night, me against you. Yeah. You know, and it sometimes it's pocket. I like it when the audience fights each other. That's fun. That's really cool. But usually it's me. I'm usually getting like, in that sense, I had the whole crowd hate me. But then I got off stage. Like the host came and got me because I wasn't going to get off the stage. I don't mm. back down. And then some of the people that were regulars like, dude, that was funny. But the other people were like, no, dude, you suck. Yeah. And that's just another night in comedy. And then I went back the next day and crushed it, you know? So it's yeah. things you live through and the things you learn not to say. And I'm sorry that I said that. I wouldn't be. I never apologize. Yeah. Well, I felt I felt like I disrespected an old lady and she didn't deserve First of all, that. when was the last time you talked to that fat cunt? Huh? Never again. Never again. You're Never right. Never again. See, this is I where fucking the, meant it. You, you know, get in and you yeah. argue it out with some cunt. Yeah. In her shithead family. Yeah. She was making a show about her, and but I learned that night though too. She What's was making her name? a show. I don't know. I bet you got it written down somewhere on a actually. suicide letter. You know, I don't <laughs> have any of those people, but I have seen people have uh, hate let like hate people like a like a list of people that that dis- oh. like, put them down. Have the you ever seen? List. Do you have one of those? I keep one in my head. Yeah. I don't write it all down because I don't want anyone to know who I'm going to kill next. It's yeah. kind of like a That's surprise. That's always good. Yeah. That's a good thing. But I've got a, a short list, maybe about a half a dozen people. That Does that I fuel can... you to like be the next thing? To like be like, show them? Or I'm what? not interested in showing. I've already shown the okay. world what I do and how I do it. There's no okay. question of that. Um, I've already eclipsed my uh peers okay in in an early uh yeah 
it was it's been fun. That's how uh, what when, <laughs> when how long did it take you to get like I guess like the first taste of success where you knew like what was it? You know, I mean, you're on. Laughs. Oh, when I when I did, uh, okay. It, early two thousands. Okay. I moved to England. I think December two thousand fourteen. Okay. So from I started comedy in ninety six, and then by the late nineties, I'd won uh, like funniest comic in Canada, and then I got on some other stuff, and then I had I was host of a few different. A judge on a, a, a like pop idol type show. Oh, really? And then you a sketch show. Yeah, okay. it was called Pop Stars, and I was I actually ended up getting fired from it because I farted on my co-host <laughs> at the judges table. She's driving me nuts, and the sound guy almost <laughs> dropped the mic into the shot. Uh, anyway, but then uh, I did a stand-up special, so I was pretty wild west leading up to my first stand-up performance. Okay, and um, there was concerns about what I was going to do. And yet I produced a 50 page script of everything that I was, I writ my entire standup yeah. set into a screenplay okay. more or less. So it was very detailed. So I wanted to cover my ass so that there, I wasn't going to be cut out of my own success. Yeah. Do this hour show standing ovation. And then I won like a, an Emmy award for uh Canadians have a version. I think they've changed it since then called the Gemini award. And it was, the highest television thing that you could do in Canada. Like it was uh, that way. And then the, the probably the call from Saturday Night Live. There, there was a bunch of stuff. Wow. Yeah. I had two auditions for SNL in 2001. Really? And won this award. So that, that was kind of the first. I, I was just running with my arms off yeah. for for years because I didn't know what was going on. There was the only thing I had as an example was, you know, Jim Carrey's career. That was the only kind of model oh, yeah. that I could look at. I studied his AE biography and I looked at more or less a business plan of success and yeah. his process to a certain degree and mm-hmm. um tenacity. Yeah. You know. I like Jim I love Jim Carrey, yeah. Yeah. I love watching his story too. And every time you see his little snippets of what he says and drops knowledge, you're just like, yeah. yeah. I wish you fuck. I wish Jim had a podcast. Yeah, you should do it. Fuck. You have an Emmy. That's yeah, insane. I, yeah. No, and the reason I brought that up was because it was successes for a few. No, different and that's reasons. what I asked you. No, it's awesome. It got a green card. It allowed me to to be uh, have a green card. Okay, and it allowed you to travel uh, to more places. Yeah. yeah. Um. No, the first time I went on stage was a success. Okay. Everything after that was gravy. The first step was probably the most... That makes I had sense. A, I had a transformation uh, off the stage. It was, like, it was like having all the rust knocked off and really looking at Your what was first underneath. Time. Yeah. Really? I found that I had shed a, um, an old skin that was itchy and had to yeah. go. And um, I started to slide in like I was like a tadpole. Yeah. In in. Yeah. <laughs> no, that makes sense. And I, on that note, it's like um, I've been feeling the same way lately. I, uh, ever since moving to Austin, the skin, shedding a skin, it's been painful. It's been good, 
And I think uh, what happened was it, uh, I just uh, started to realize I got to be, oh, okay. Just started to be more myself and not like try to conform to anybody and just really embrace who I am because if I'm not doing it, I'm holding myself back. And I've been feeling really good about everything I've been doing. It's been nice. It's been growing too. Like, And you've had the series, look, mom and dad's house, LA, yeah. Austin within a year? Yeah, I went actually, so I was in LA, COVID happened and I'm like, I can't leave, but then I did. So I had to go back to Michigan because I didn't have any money. I lost my job and everything. Yeah, yeah. So I had to go back to Michigan. And then from Michigan, we went yeah. down to, we toured to Oklahoma and Dallas. And That's loved. a weird way pulling back yeah. into Michigan after Hollywood. But it it's was. not, it's out of your control. It was. But isn't that nice? Yeah, Opposed but, to like, hey, shithead's back. Yeah. But I also did it and it was a good thing. It's COVID sucked, but for me, I almost needed it. It was a reset. I fucking, 100. I, 100. I reset. 100. I learned a shit ton. Like, I did so much learning during that whole process. Then I went down to Dallas, loved it, moved there for four months, and then to Austin. Mm. So in two years, it was like three cities, and it was a lot. It's and exhausting. It, it was exhausting, and I'm happy because I signed the lease, and it was like something I needed just to hold anchor. me down. I needed that fucking yeah. anchor. That's what I've it was been, like when I signed this lease here. Yeah. I was like... Okay, this is a home base I'm just for more happy, than yes. a year. It, yeah, I needed it. And the way that Austin's going, it's good. And I'm getting my time in and I'm doing a lot of shit. And I'm just like taking a breath but working hard as I can because I needed that base. And I have not felt a base in a long time. Yeah. And it's helpful. Especially coming from a home environment to like yes. you're literally – suitcase travel yeah. here where's where do i get food How, yeah. who's in the neighborhood is this a yeah, bad yeah. you know when do i leave what what do i can i buy things because i have to pack them yeah and that's how, many, what, how much shit have you thrown out you know what i traveled very minimalist the, okay the, the move to la i packed my car and then in la i bought like i got a bed and a uh in like a TV maybe. Yeah. I didn't buy much. And then I just, it, luckily I didn't. I had to, my house got fucked up in LA. Then the power was out. I had to pack up my room with my phone light and a flashlight and my car lights flashing into the house so I could pack up my shit, which was three boxes. I put it in the car and I fucking went to Michigan. The the cunt, the landlord fucked us so hard and the How power got cut off. How much did she get you for? Not much. It was, very, it was just $500 a month to rent. A shitty room in this old cracked down house. Yeah. And like I even had to paint the room before I moved in. That's uh, how bad it was. Yeah, Nothing yeah. was clean. The people that lived there no. were fucking messy. Yeah, like, I know. It's ex, like ex meth addicts. It's it's such a like someone else will deal with it. And that's the fucking thing in LA. Everybody will deal with it. No one ever takes responsibility mm-hmm. in LA. And it's just like, well, yep. it's not my fault. I didn't know. And I can't stand that shit when people are just like, I don't know. And it all rolls down to the service industry. Yeah. They get fucking shit on, but most of them are uh Suicidal actors, anyway. Um, what do you got coming up? You're pretty uh, active. I'm pretty active. It's good stuff's happening. Um, actually, this Sunday, Afro Sundays uh, at Creek in the Cave. I saw the advertisement for that. Yeah, I made that. That's cool. Are you hosting a? My friend's hosting Genevieve. Yeah, I yeah, know Genevieve. Yeah, Genevieve's one of yeah. my. Yeah, she's from Michigan. So Genevieve uh, uh, is from Michigan, along with Marcus. She smashed it on Kill Tony, dude. She's killing it. Yeah. She's like ever since we moved down here because more women. Yeah, we need more women. More women in Austin. Yeah, the guys here suck. Yeah, they're terrible in bed, and they struggle through most of it. They don't understand the rhythm. No, bring the ladies. Bring the ladies, please. 
Yeah, we moved. We were actually living with each other in Dallas. Her and Marcus. We all lived together in a house. But we moved down here, and she got up on Kill Tony once, and it changed her life. Excellent. It's amazing. Yeah. So we're doing her show at Creek in the Cave on Sunday, eight o'clock. That's a good thing. And then yeah. I also got a. I got my own podcast too, called Going Through It uh-huh. with Justin Essenmacher. It's a very emotional ride. Yeah. That's every Thursday. So the podcast is called what? Going Through It. Going Through It. Yeah. Okay, like a slow birth. Yeah. And it's funny because ever since I made that name, that's all I hear. Everybody's going through something. Yeah. And maybe it might turn into a, a t shirt. Yeah, I want it to. How about going through it with an arrow pointing to your head? That would make sense. You know, like going through it, opposed to like uh, Home of the Whopper with the arrow pointing down at the dick. You know, that <laughs> yeah. uh, Fast Times at Ridgemont High type. I like that actually. Yeah. Going through it In with an arrow. arrow up. Yeah. I think you just. I'm Damn, very dude. good. I wow. lost my marketing job. No, I haven't had a, I haven't had a real job in, yeah, ever. Like I haven't had a day job in 20 years. I, haven't I was going to say, yeah, you haven't, yeah. have you? You've been living off of this shit, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. That's wild. It's weird. And also I got a movie on Amazon. Yeah. Check that out. It's, uh, and I'm doing um, a bunch of things. I'm waiting to hear back about Europe. We're going to see what's going to happen. What's happening in Europe, if you can? Well, I usually uh, do a Europe tour every second year. Really? And uh, it's like Denmark, Sweden, Finland, Norway, Iceland. And I'm going to try and add Poland and Germany to this year's one. So we'll see if um, the world opens up to a level that uh, I can get on some more airplanes. That'd be amazing. Yeah. What what is comedy like over there? Is it good? Awesome. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. That's sweet. And when you say over there, you know, I listed six countries and they're all very different. Yeah. All very different. So I mean, all of them though, like very... Sweden probably has the worst comedy scene. Really? But do they like good comedy? Obviously. Because you're going back. You said every two years. It must be Uh, I usually go to Sweden more or less for the lifestyle. I usually do a couple of shows. What's the lifestyle in Sweden? Uh, It's awesome. I love Stockholm. Denmark is like, uh, it's... Is it relaxed? It's cool. Nice. It's, It's, you know what? You would enjoy it. Genuine. Yeah. Um, they're kind of they they kind of they might come off as like quiet. Like first of all, you get on the subway and no one's talking. Okay, there's no eye contact. They stick okay. to themselves. They're yeah. they're nice. They speak English perfectly, and uh, they're gorgeous. To just they're uh, you know they're more reserved. Like the Danish are just like the wildest. Are they? Yeah. The Finnish don't give a shit about Denmark or Sweden, <laughs> cool. and Norway thinks they're the best. Oh, okay. And Iceland doesn't really even care about the rest of the planet. They're just happy you showed up. <laughs> They're so happy. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Iceland, I couldn't believe it how they were just so, all of them are very nice, but um, Iceland was just like, it was the closest thing to going to another planet. Really? And seeing uh, the same species. That'd be so cool. It's very cool. I'm so uncultured. Yeah, but I think you're you're, um, curious enough that you would actually take some risks and try to go to other places. I would love to. You know the funny? I don't even have a passport. I know. Americans. I know. Get that shit. I know. Why would you just want to be a stand-up comedian in in the U.S.? You know, I guess because I haven't thought thought that far. Look at all the states. First of all, you can look at the states and go, pretty much these are never going to happen for me. Yeah, they're boring. I don't want to go there. And you're not going to have a, an audience. So now you're dealing with, you know, so many 
states are left, how many comedy clubs in each one? Is that your career? I don't know. No, I, no, not you, a, you live I on mean, a planet. Yeah, I know, and that's what sucks about Why not, not going to Hong Kong and get a standing ovation on a TV show that no one's speaking English on. That'd be cool. That would be totally cool. Have you cool. done that? Uh, I'm in Russia. Yeah, <laughs> I did. I did stand up on a Russian television show, and no one. There was no English until they said my name. That's happened a bunch of times. Really? You're in countries. And how does it go? What do they have a translator or what the no, hell? No, no, no. Uh, the, the shows are uh, like. Look, at most of Europe speaks English. Yeah. And large portions of it, you wouldn't be able to detect an accent in some cases. Okay. You know, uh, Russia was definitely the most extreme version of yeah. English as a second language. Um, uh, it, was, uh, it was bad. Bad? It was bad. Why was it bad? <laughs> it was bad because, you know, you go do... Uh, a festival in uh, Eastern Europe, and they'll have their indigenous local languages for yeah. most of it. And then they'll go English night, and they'll have some international acts that speak okay. English. So they'll bring in, you know, English night. So English speaking people will come. Yeah. Well, what they had done in Russia, they played uh, two shows, and then the Saturday show was the international show. Okay. But they, I think they were using the same mail mailing list. So all these. In, uh, Russian people wanted to see English comedy like he was going to juggle or something like that. And it was a disaster. Everybody bombed. It was, I had to fly all the way to Moscow, get a visa, come back. But I would definitely go back. It was such an interesting place. Um, even in the winter, and I despise the snow now. You've seen oh, some snow. Yeah. Um, How bad? It has to be terrible in Russia. Terrible. It has to be terrible. brutal. It's, it's cold. Depressing. It's cold. It's like a, a, a giant nickel mill with the hottest women you've ever seen working in it with fur coats i've ever seen 13 people with full-length fur coats waiting at a bus stop and my friend says everyone keeps a ball of vodka inside their their uh, coat to keep them warm. they have to sip on the vodka so they don't freeze to death jesus yeah yeah i thought michigan was cold but no that just sounds yeah like and there's something old like you look around the city uh you know look around in an American city where there's bad weather, but you go to a place that's been around for hundreds yeah. of years yeah. and you're like, I can't, this place is here for a reason. People have learned to survive here. Yeah. How do they do that? That This is crazy. Yeah. This is crazy. They used to have, I saw a random thing, speaking of cold shit, it was like a Netflix or whatever. It was a documentary of where they kept a prison up somewhere mm. far, far, and the temperatures would get like negative 100 like degrees yeah. Fahrenheit yeah. or Celsius. Yeah. It was yeah, you die of exposure. And it was a camp. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We're Look, we're living... A, we're doing fine. I mean, it was a prison. Yeah. We're doing fine. We're doing okay. And I've got that perspective from traveling and being in places where, oh, this is your fucking life forever. That's sad. I'm leaving. Yeah, I'm gone. Bye. You know, like you guys are... If You know, they don't they don't have that th those choices. You know, some of these ghettos and uh just you know the worst parts of detroit will look like the nice parts of some of these countries yeah. and that's what's crazy yeah it's it's uh uh austin is a fucking this is like a this is a fairy tale land it's totally fairy tale it's fairy tale land for all of us and if you don't believe me go to sixth street yeah because that's where the uh, lollipop guild lives it was a wizard of oz joke that kind of fell flat um, thanks for being on the show Dude, thanks for having me This was uh, awesome We're going to have some fun this year And uh, ideally the uh, comedy circuit Will start to 
um, expand and we'll yeah. start to see each other in strange places around the world doing what we love. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Until we have a safe word, we will not stop. Have you ever thought what it would be like to see a person's head amputated? Think of things so horrible that the human mind cannot imagine them. See all this and more when you see on stage in person that crazy makes up. Safe word with Jason Rouse.